Good evening, ladies, fellas. If you're tuned in, it could be for you too. Okay, welcome back to episode two of Many More to Come with Mommy Fridays. Y'all know what tonight is. It's Friday, Mommy, Mommy. Woo, woo. It's all about us and no plans, no care. We homebound and living our best lives after the kids go to bed. That's all. That is all. So I hope everyone had a great week and I have awesome and have awesome plans coming up in the weekend as well. So I'm just going to jump right into tonight. I don't want to keep you guys on long. I don't know what you got playing a girl's night or whatever, but I'm just going to lay out the top four emails and I'm going to go ahead and answer them. And I'm going to end tonight with words of encouragement instead of um, a small prayer for us moms or fellas, if you're listening, tuning in. And I'm going to start with Miss Sandra from Orlando, Florida. And she wanted to know, do you take your children to church and are they involved? Yes. And yes. And the reason for that is, you know, your kids going to go with you automatically. If you if you're not taking your children, then you you should. I mean, I know some parents don't take their children because they don't have the proper um, daycare in the facility and they don't want to hold their children throughout the service. They don't want to interrupt the word of God when the pastor start preaching and have to walk out and hold that finger up. And I know they don't want to um, feel like they're embarrassed when their children start to cry, depending on what age level they are, like babies and real, they got to walk out and go nurse them or, um, you know, breastfeed them. And I know some parents don't do that because of those reasons. But I would say, don't be ashamed. <laughs> it's normal. And and if that's a pastor of God, and if that's a man of God, that's a God-fearing bishop or a God-fearing evangelist or elder or anybody like that, um, that's higher and that's preaching the word and that knows the word and that's teaching us the word, then... They know. They they shouldn't even have a problem with that. And if they do have a problem with that, then maybe they're not so God-fearing as they say they are because they know that's that's our Gentile. That's what we're supposed to do. That's how we nurture. That's part of us being a woman. So we're going to have that time where we need to step out, step to the side, and, you know, take care of them children, go breastfeed for a minute, take five, come back, change a diaper, come back. It's natural, you know? So... If you have that church that does not understand that and they don't want their um, service um, disrupted in the middle of recording, I know some churches live screen for members that can't make it that Sunday or that afternoon worship. My church does, and my church also has a daycare for the 11 o'clock service, and they don't mind us walking out or, you know, doing the word of God, giving when the pastor's preaching, you know, as long as you get up and have courtesy when you get up and leave, not just storming out or making excessive noise. So if, if you have that church, then baby girl, just, just talk to them. Let them, let them know. I mean, ask them if there, if there will be a problem or if you think there will be a problem, let somebody know in the ministry or just, you know, ask before you assume. I don't want you to assume something and, you know, 
people people aren't like that. You know, they they're understanding. They should be understanding. They're men of God, God fearing. So just ask, baby girl. You should be okay with that. And yes, they are involved because I like them to be involved in church choirs. I like them to be involved in praise dance. I like them to know the word as well. I mean, I'm mommy. I I get the word and I and I'm preach the word and I'm you know I'm trying to live the word. So yes, when I get home, I gotta teach you the word. So when I go to church, I want you to sit. My children actually sit in church with me doing the word. And my son, he's nine, so he actually sit with me in Bible study at 10 a.m. and then he'll sit with me in the 11 o'clock um, afternoon gospel service as well. Now my daughter sits in um, Sunday school upstairs with the children her age. She's five. So she have children's Bible study at 10. So she's involved. They color, they go over the word and um, they have a snack. But my son, he sits with me through all of it. And he hears the word and if he has any questions, our pastor does not mind any questions. So if he has a question in Bible study, because um, his name is Elijah. So one day in Bible study, um, the, we was going over Elijah, how he was suicidal. He was moody. He, you know, had all these problems. But and he was like, that he named Elijah. And the pastor was like, yes, his name was Elijah. And he was like, my last name, Elijah. My la- my first name is Elijah. My last name is Moody. And he was like, well, Elijah in the Bible was Moody too. And, you know, he started talking to the pastor. And the pastor stopped the Bible study for us and answered all of his questions he had about his name. And I was just so thankful because um, I wanted something biblical when I... Um, conceived him and when I was going through my pregnancy I wanted something biblical and I knew Elijah was in the Bible I knew the way it was spelled and everything but I actually gave him another L on it so his name is E-L-L-I-J-A-H and in the Bible when we was going over it he realized that it only had one L so he learned a lot about his name that day in Bible study and the pastor don't mind my pastor doesn't mind stopping and answering any questions anybody have he loved to teach he loved it so just ask baby girl I mean your church have events we have events going on we have summer school we have Bible um, summer, summer vacation going on we have like many festivals throughout the year we have many um, plays, many movie, many. Um, we have many things going on throughout the year. So, um, I mean, if your church is not like that and you want that, I wouldn't say consider jumping from home to home, but ask questions first and then see what your church really has to have to offer. And if that's not something you want to do or stay at and you want to be involved and your church doesn't involve that, then I would say seek somewhere that does that if that's what you really desire. But that would be a decision for you to make. That's a, that's a personal spiritual decision for you to make. Um, so for Brittany in Flint, Michigan, she asks, what do you look for in a man when you're spiritually connected as a woman? Um, honestly, um, I would look, honestly, I wouldn't look for too much because as a believer versus a non-believer, you never know how much of a change 
you have on somebody until you actually get with them and they see how you are and being around you can actually inspire them. So I wouldn't say, oh, you should look for the man in the church or a girl. You need to make sure he is on point A and B, make sure he's holy, sanctified and that. I wouldn't say all that and I wouldn't even say just look directly. You know what I'm saying? Pray about it. Um, have faith that God is going to work it out for you and not something that you got to look for. And don't move on your own. Let God move for you. Because when you move on your own, we make mistakes. You know, we are very, we are human. And we're going to go to those lawful things, unlawful things that are lawful to us. And we're still going to go to them. And we're still going to make those decisions on our own instead of, going to those unlawful things and not making those lawful decisions to interact with those things. You get what I'm saying? You probably don't. But let me break it down. Okay, we as humans have um, decisions to make. Personal decisions. God knows this as well. So, and everything on earth is lawful to us. Every unlawful thing is lawful to us, but it's whether or not you participate and make that decision to participate and initiate and be a part of those unlawful things. So if that man is unlawful and you know he's not right and you know what kind of person he is and you still participate to go along with him and proceed to go out with him, then you're making that unlawful decision, a personal decision. That's something you're doing and moving on your own. So you need to hold yourself accountable for that when you do that. And that comes with self uh, responsibility as well. So that would be, I would say, don't look too hard. Don't look too hard. Don't judge. Just live and pray and don't walk into your decision making and thinking that it's going to be all right, right, right. It's not, not, not. So with that being said, take heed, take heed, baby. And don't, don't you make any decisions. It's okay to be friends. That's how we need to start out friends and be friends first. Don't even connect. Just stay friends. See how that works out and pray about it. While you're friends, pray about it. When you meet them, pray about it. When you see them, pray about it. Before you call them, pray about it. You know, I, that's me. That's me. That's how I stay spiritually connected. Because if I don't keep God into any little thing, then it's going to fall apart. And I don't want to involve him at the last minute when it does fall apart. And I haven't been involved with him in the beginning of it. You get what I'm saying? I don't want to be that one to, um, I promised him a long time ago when, when I was going through my recent divorce that I would never be running back to him again after I've been made my unlawful decisions to participate in something without him and running back to him to involve him after I did not have him involved in the beginning. I will not do that anymore. So that's me and my personal decision making. So, and that's how I'm going about my dating now. I pray, I, I, I pray before anything. I pray before I move. I pray before I get up in the morning. I pray, literally, I will roll over and I have my alarm set. 
every morning. I'm not kidding, y'all. I'm not kidding. I roll over every morning. I say my prayers at 450, and I turn my alarms off and go back to sleep. At 6 o'clock, I may be back up again because I got another alarm that's going to come on. But at 6 o'clock, I'm rolling over again, saying another prayer, and I'm, and I'm back to sleep until like noon. So, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. That I'm just letting you know. Don't. You ain't got to do what I do, baby. I'm just, I'm, that's just me. I have to because I know if I don't pray, it's not going to go the right way. I just know something not going to go right. It's not going to fall into place. And I need every day to fall in place. You know what I'm saying? That's how I get through each and every day. And I don't want to be calling on him at the last minute ever. No more. So, if you feel like that and you get to that point where you don't want to call, I don't never want to abuse his grace and mercy anymore. And I, I hate the thought that I'm, you know, I I know I'm human. I know mistakes going to happen, but anything that I can prevent that small, I'm going to try to do, you know, so that's, that's what all I'm saying. But moving right along, we're going to take a break. <laughs> And we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay, we back. We back. We back. Now, moving on to Miss Sederica. And she says, well, she's from Atlanta, Georgia. And she wants she wants to know, is it hard to date someone with different beliefs as you? And how do you compromise or why would you compromise or will you compromise basically oh okay girl let me see let me see girl uh, um let me see. well mm, hold on girl let me let me see um uh, mm, well okay um uh, okay so all right you done brought it at me um how do I put this? I okay. I had a Muslim approach me recently. Um, he was he was a Muslim, and um, he he believed in Allah and all of that good stuff and. He was actually Christian, and he converted over from what I understand. And he understood what I was doing. He understood I was a spiritual blogger, and I write um, prayers. I write inspirational quotes. I write my own, um, you know, I write my own, you know, prayers and all of that stuff, inspiration and everything. So... He was aware of that. He read some, but um, far as connection-wise with us, um, it was like how can I describe it? It was. I mean, I was okay because I feel like this. If I believe in something higher power than me, and I believe in my God Almighty, that's higher than me. So, and you believe in something that's higher than you, and that's your Allah, your God Almighty. Um, I I thought it was something 
similar. I was like, I, I mean, even though I know what Muslim is, I know all of that, Allah, whatever. Not whatever like that, but I just know, you know, I know the difference. You know, I know enough because uh, when I deployed to Afghanistan, we uh, was in their culture every day for the, the whole 9 to 12 months. So that's how I know. And um, I didn't have a problem with it. I was just like, as long as I feel like this, if you believe in something other than you and that's higher power and that's positive, the same as I do. And basically, if Allah said love whomever as you would love yourself and God says the same thing, then, hey, I'm okay. As long as you believe in something higher than you, that's me. That's what I told him. If you believe in something higher than you, Boom, I'm okay. It's positive, good, got it. No explanation needed. You just you just go pray when you go pray, and I go pray when I need to go pray. And when you see me praying, don't interrupt me. And when you, I see you praying, I'm not going to interrupt you. <laughs> so if we can do that and we can come together on that, I felt kind of good. I was like, okay, well, you know, but he's just a friend. I mean, he... um we wasn't dating or nothing. He just he just approached me and he said he was Muslim and he asked me what what I do, what what is it that I do and what is it that I um, convey. So I thought it was pretty neat and um, and I thought it was pretty neat. So it, I won't say it's hard. Long as that's like a Buddhist. Um, if I had a Buddhist that was interested in me, I would definitely be like, hey. You know, that's that's positive energy. You know what I'm saying? I believe positive should stick together no matter what your beliefs are. You're both positive. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, have a, I have this thing with positivity. I have the, with this thing with positive positivity and positive energy. So if we can connect on just positive and energy alone, like... That is that's a big accomplishment. So that's a big biggest compromise ever because your beliefs are different from mine. My beliefs are different from yours, but at the same time, they're similar and they're so much alike because they're both positive and they're both higher than both of us. So hey, if it works, it works. But that's that's just me, girl. That's what I think. And so no, I don't think it would be hard. And I do think that if you dated somebody with different beliefs as you, that would be okay. But that would be between you two and you will just have to compromise on what you want to do, what you want to do, what he wants to do, and how he wants to pray and when you want to pray. Like even if y'all prayed at the same time, just don't interrupt each other. I mean some people are silent prayers. Some people are moaners. Some people are groaners. Some people shout. Some people run. Some people cry. I'm a I'm a I'm a cry baby when I'm big emotional. I'm, I'm very emotional, but and I'm very um, verbal now with my God. So I I don't really say silent prayers anymore. I actually speak like I'm speaking now with this new podcast I'm speaking behind my words I'm speaking my words I like to hear myself talk to my God so when he prayed and I know Allah 
and his religion may be a little silent and you know personal so when I pray I may be like this so we may need to have separate times or separate rooms so you go in the front room I'm stay back here I'm going to close my door because you might hear. So, <laughs> you know, you just, you, that's how you compromise. I mean, it, it, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, it's up to the t- two people. So, moving along. Go ahead, Sederica. Let me know how it go, though. I want to know. I and mean, what the religion is, good. I just want to know what the religion is. They ain't tell me that either. <laughs> and Justine from Hinesville, Georgia, she said... What if they don't agree with the time you have to offer as a mom? Ooh, that's a good one. Girl, I ain't never really thought about that one. Okay. Okay, I get it what you're saying. You saying if all the time you have to offer as a mom, you're a full-time mom, 25-8. Yes, I'm going there. 25-8. So... Uh, that means you we're more than 24-7. We're on clockwork. We after the clockwork. We after hours urgent care around here. So <laughs> okay, so the only time you may have to offer is on your off days, say for instance, on your off days while they're at school. Those so you got from eight o'clock till about three o'clock in the afternoon, basically on the off day. And that's the time you have to offer to him and he don't accept that, basically what you're saying. Um, I, you know what? If he don't have any kids, then the ball is in your court from day one because he's on your, he has to know that he's on your time from day one because you're the mom, you're a single mom, you're doing it on your own, you are alone and you don't have the help that you should have, and you don't have that support that you should have. So if he don't understand that, then it shouldn't even be no more dates, period. Because he needs to know that if he wants to be with you, then he needs to know that your time is going to be precious. Your time is going to be valuable. Your time is going to be wasted sometimes. Your time is not going to always be on time. You're not even going to have time sometime. And if he can't wait or if he can't compromise and if he can't adjust to that or even help you out to compromise that or comprehend that, then he he don't deserve your time, period, when you do have time. So, and I'm just going to say it like that because I agree with that because I'm a single mom. 25 8 and I have my kids every every day with me everywhere I go and it's summertime now so and me working from home now and working on my book and getting that out there and working on my new podcast and working on my blog and monetizing everything and you know securing future generational stuff for my children right now I mean if you can't value my time that I have when I do have it then we we don't have nothing to talk about. We don't have nothing to discuss. We don't have nothing to to start with. And we don't have nothing to look for in the future. Because you don't even value me. If you can't value my time, you don't value me. And I think that any man that understands that and they know how... And especially if you don't even have kids. Like, really? You don't have kids. You don't even know how it is. You just got nieces and nephews. So you pick when you want to go have some kids and pick them up. Don't play. You you don't have kids, so you don't know. 
But anywho, yeah, girl, forget that. If he can't value your time, he can't value you. And if he can't value you, then he don't deserve you. Period. Point blank. I'm just going to say it like that. And I'm going to go ahead and close. I hope you ladies are having a great night. Enjoy yourself. Please enjoy yourself. No matter what. No matter how. I know it gets tiring. I know it gets tough. But I'm asking you, hang on in there, girl. They almost grown. <laughs> they almost on their own. They almost out of here. You know what I'm saying? We're doing a great job. We're doing a great job. Because you know what? We're going to tell them the truth. We're going to raise them up the way they should be raised. And we're going to let them know that God is going to be always their father, regardless if they have one in their life or not. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep them encouraged, keep them in spirit, and keep them in the word at all times. When we get the word, give them the word, okay? And some words of encouragement tonight I want to share with you ladies and fellows, if you're listening, is to be safe when you're dating. Keep your guards up. Whatever you have up protecting you, whether it's protection guards, whether it's your heart guards, whether it's guards that you should let down and shouldn't have let down, keep them up. Keep them up. Don't be ashamed to keep them up. Some things need to be kept up to keep you from being unlawful to the things that are lawful to you. And keep your heart open. That don't mean keep your guard up and then have your heart closed for love. That means keep your guards up, but be open to love at the same time. And keep your mind positive. Focus on the good thing. Focus on good in everything you see. No matter what's in front of you, no matter what's going on around you, no matter who's inside, who's on the outskirts of you, who believe in you, who helping you, who supporting you, no matter what. You stay positive. Remain positive. You stand firm on your standards, your beliefs, your rules, or your codes. If you got girl code, you got a woman code, 90-day code, three-day rule code, you you got a belief that, hey, I'm going to be celibate, but it's by choice. I'm going to be celibate, but it's before I get married, my next marriage. If I got standards, don't drop them. Don't drop them because you know what happened last time when you dropped them. Right, right. Look where you at now. Yeah. So, <laughs> and beliefs. If whatever you believe in, 90-day rule, 6-day rule, girl code, girl, you violate, girl, you st- Believe it. Stand firm on everything. Don't change unless it has something to do with self. If it's for self, then you change. But if it has nothing to do with you and it's for people, and you have to realize that self-protection equals self-awareness and when you are aware of self then (laughs) what you you are not going to fall into the wrong hands while you're trying to stay in God's hand just remain self-aware so that you can self-protect and keep your protection on you and no matter what girl don't be falling for these 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 lies (laughs) I'm for real. Don't waste your time. You, We ain't got much left. I'm just going to tell you the truth. We ain't got much left. Now he coming back. We got to be ready. We, we got to love. And we got to be careful. Stay positive, ladies. Stay safe. Keep your guards up. Heart open to love. Mind positive. Stand firm on your beliefs, your rules, your orders, and your codes. Self-protection equals self-awareness. To not fall in the wrong hands while trying to stay in God's hands. All right, ladies, fellas, good night. 
Be blessed and stay encouraged.